Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. It's Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 39 degrees rest in 40 Bethesda and 42 along the National Mall at 759. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. And a good evening to you. I'm Mike Marillo. Coming up, breaking news. A fresh sign that the Capitals and Wizards may leave D.C. and move to Northern Virginia. I'm Dick Ulliano. And Dick will join us live at 8.15 to go deeper on that. Why hundreds of Metro workers could receive pink slips come the new year. Reaction to Metro's warning of possible steep service cuts. It's like a step backward. I'm Nick Ainelli. Congress asks questions about the GSA's choice for a new FBI headquarters. I'm John Doman. And still to come this evening as well, traffic and weather on the 8s for you on WTOP. It is 8 o'clock. is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. President Biden and Ukrainian President Zelensky urge Congress to approve more aid to help Ukraine in its fight against Russia. CBS's Linda Kenyon with more at the White House. President Biden is urging Congress to move quickly on his supplemental budget request. We need to ensure Putin continues to fail in Ukraine and Ukraine to succeed. The supplemental has become bogged down in part over disagreements about U.S. border policy. That's why Ukraine's President Zelensky went to Capitol Hill to make his case. Today's discussions in the White House and in Congress across both parties and both chambers with a speaker were very productive. Hoping the supplemental will be passed before Congress breaks for the holidays. Linda Kenyon, CBS News, the White House. At the United Nations, an overwhelming number of member countries are demanding an immediate ceasefire in Gaza. CBS's Pamela Falk at the U.N. By a vote of almost 80% of countries in the 193-nation General Assembly, the non-binding resolution where there are no vetoes is largely symbolic but carries weight in the court of public opinion in the world. And the vote was called for by the U.N. Secretary General, Antonio Guterres. In New York... George Santos makes his first federal court appearance since being expelled from Congress. Inside a courtroom, his attorney successfully fended off prosecutors' attempts to speed up the ousted congressman's trial. New York's Court of Appeals orders the state to draw new congressional districts. CBS's Matt Piper in New York. The court's decision could eventually pave the way for the Democratic-controlled legislature to draw a new map that gives the party a major edge in 2024. A Democratic-drawn map could flip as many as six Republican-held seats next year, enough to shift the balance of power in the closely divided U.S. House. A replacement map was used during the 2022 midterms, leading to Republicans flipping seats in the New York City suburbs and winning control of the House then. New York Republicans in Congress slammed today's decision. Auto safety regulators are moving toward requiring devices in vehicles that can detect drunk or impaired driving. CBS's Allison Keyes. Regulators are beginning the process to put a new federal safety standard in place requiring technology in all new passenger vehicles that would test a driver's breath for alcohol and stop a vehicle from moving if the person is impaired. The NHTSA and 16 automakers are looking into such technology, and another company is looking for a way to test for blood alcohol levels via a person's finger. In 2021, more than 13,000 people were killed in drunken driving crashes. Allison Key, CBS News, Washington. 
This is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. It is 8.03 on a Tuesday, December the 12th, 2023. Right now, 41 degrees, and we're going down to the mid-30s tonight. And a good evening. I'm Mike Marillo. And I'm Michael Toscano. Our top local story this hour, just a day after a group of Virginia lawmakers okayed the idea of building a new home for the Capitals and the Wizards, Sources tell WTOP that monumental sports owner Ted Leonsis and the governor of Virginia, Glenn Youngkin, will appear together tomorrow morning. And this is going to happen in the rapidly growing Potomac Yard neighborhood of Alexandria. There is room for an arena in the Potomac Yard neighborhood besides the new homes, retail shops, Virginia Tech's Innovation Campus, and the new Potomac Yard Metro Station. There are no details of any deal, but sources say Ted Leonsis, who owns the Capitals and Wizards, will be side-by-side with the Virginia governor Wednesday at 9 a.m. at Potomac Yard. Leonsis has been in talks with the D.C. government to keep the team in the Capital One Arena. He says the facility needs an $800 million renovation, and he's asked for $600 million in public funding. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser has said in the past she's committed to keeping the teams in the district. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Stick with WTOP. Dick will join us live with more at 8.15. It is 8.04. Metro's general manager is out with a new budget next year that calls for dramatic cuts to the system that millions of people in our region depend on every day. Randy Clark says that less people, fewer people riding Metro after the pandemic and increased inflation has put the agency in the red by $750 million. Some of the proposals include increasing trains, and bus fares, train and bus fares, by 20%, meaning regular metro rail fares could go as high as $7.20 a trip. Shuttering 10 metro stations is also on the table. And we could see service for metro rail ending at 10 o'clock every night, seven days a week, getting rid of 67 of 135 bus routes also in the budget and laying off more than 2,300 full-time metro employees. Randy Clark says that in order to avoid all these cuts, Metro will need a combined $663 million in additional funding from Maryland, D.C., and Virginia. You can learn more by going to WTOP.com. This is Nick Ionelli talking to concerned riders on the Metro system, getting their reaction to potential service cuts. That would make the commute a lot longer, be a lot more frustrating. I enjoy living in the district and not owning a car and being near transit, but I might have to finally give in and get a car. I think uh, you'd have an uprising. And I think it wouldn't exactly help the cause of mass transit in the D.C. metro area, for sure. So I hope they avoid this. I think it's a really, really bad idea. And we're hearing from the governors of Maryland and Virginia, with Maryland Governor Wes Moore's office saying his administration is committed to seeking solutions to these complex funding challenges. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin's office says his administration is committed to working with stakeholders to ensure Metro's long-term viability. And D.C. Council Member Charles Allen, who chairs the Transportation Committee, calls the cuts a worst-case scenario. And he says he's confident that regional leaders agree that they can never become reality. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. Now to the latest on the political firestorm over the site for the new FBI headquarters. A top GSA leader testified before Congress today to explain and defend why Greenbelt was chosen over Springfield, Virginia. 
WTOP's John Doman has the story. This was a close question. Elliot Dooms, the commissioner of the Public Building Service for GSA, says in choosing Greenbelt... It was the lowest cost to the taxpayers. It advanced, uh, the one that advanced the presidential directive on equity and sustainability... Uh, the most and also offered the most project certainty. The person who made the decision was Nina Albert, who was no longer with GSA and chose not to testify. Before she worked at GSA, she worked for Metro, which owns the land in Greenbelt. The site selection plan gave the SSA authority to come to a different conclusion than the panel. Nicholas Demos is with the FBI's Finance and Facilities Division. But the consistent one-directional nature of the changes favoring Greenbelt caused concerns for the FBI. Subcommittee Chair Scott Perry says he smelled a rat. We got to get to the bottom of what happened here. John Dome in WTOP News. It is. It is 8.07 at WTOP. No students were injured when a school bus caught fire on the Beltway in Prince George's County this morning. The county fire department tells WTOP a car rear-ended the bus on the outer loop of the Beltway near Ritchie Marlboro Road. 23 Walker Middle School students were on board that bus at the time. A spokesperson for Prince George's County Schools tells us no students luckily were injured. The students were taken to school by another bus. Coming up after traffic and weather, a local shopping mall owner files for bankruptcy. It's 8.07. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s on WTOP. Bob Imler is in the WTOP Traffic Center. Around the Beltway in Maryland and in Virginia, traffic is running well. The rush hour is certainly over. No delays to report in either direction there. Hoadley Road northbound to Prince William County is still blocked. Uh, before you get to uh, Prince William Parkway at Queen Anne Road, or Queen Chapel Road, I should say, uh, all the northbound lanes are blocked around that crash and the investigation. Southbound traffic at last report was getting by there. 395 and 95 running pretty freely. 66 runs well, both inside and outside the Beltway. And in Maryland, on St. Barnabas Road at Temple Hill Road, still working on the crash. I think they mainly have most of the activity out of the roadway now, though. 50 clear sailing out to the Bay Bridge, 95 of the Baltimore-Washington Parkway doing all right, and 270 runs well in both directions. Want to test an electric car? Plug it to fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitzway. Bob Emily, WTOP Traffic. Now to 7 News First Alert, meteorologist, chief meteorologist, Veronica Johnson. Expect another cold night, and there is a chance of frost by early Wednesday morning. Temperatures will be starting out in the 20s through the lower 30s across the area. We do see temperatures rebound tomorrow. Northwesterly winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour. Temperatures will be up into the mid to upper 40s. A cold front will be moving through. We'll get some high clouds, but those clouds will clear by late Wednesday. Wednesday night. Sunshine on tap for your Thursday. Temperatures on the cooler side, low to mid 40s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 41 degrees now in Oxon Hill, 39 in Sterling, and 40 outside the WTOP studios. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour here on WTOP. Here is Jeff Claybaugh. Annual consumer inflation slowed to 3.1% last month. Gas prices are down 6%, but grocery prices are up 2.9% from a year ago. Toymaker Hasbro is cutting 1,100 jobs, 17% of its workforce on a slowdown in sales. The Washington Business Journal says Pennsylvania Real Estate Investment Trust, the owner of Springfield Town Center and Mall at Prince George's, 
has filed for bankruptcy protection. The Dow gained 173 points Wednesday. That's a half percent. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Coming up, TOP, why the owner of the Caps and the Wizards are expected to join Virginia Governor at a news conference tomorrow morning. We'll talk about it with WTOP's Dick Giuliano. It's 810. The following is a paid commercial message. He was born in an obscure village, the child of a peasant woman. He never wrote a book. He never held an office. He never went to college. He never traveled more than 200 miles from the place where he was born. He went through a mockery of a trial and was nailed upon a cross between two thieves. And when he died, he was laid in a borrowed tomb. Nineteen centuries have come and gone, and today he is still the centerpiece of the human race. All the armies that ever marched, all the navies that ever sailed, all the parliaments that ever sat and all the kings that ever reigned put together have not affected the life of man on this earth as powerfully as this one solitary life. Not a sermon, just a thought, and Merry Christmas. For more information, check out our website, notasermon.com. That's notasermon.com. 6 a.m. Breaking news from Alexandria. 3.15 p.m. An update now on a story we've been following all day. 6.17 p.m. New information just coming in. WTOP doesn't just report breaking news and move on. We stay with the story. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. When you wake up to go to work, do you ever think about how important your job is? When you hear steam fitter as an occupation, what do you think of? The truth is, most people don't know what a steam fitter is. More importantly, what we do and how much it impacts you. And to truly understand how important of a job it is, just take a moment to think about what your world would look like if you didn't have the ability to generate electricity, to have heating or air conditioning, microchip production, internet service, web-based storage, cellular service, medical gas systems and hospitals, lab gases for laboratories, pharmaceutical production, and frozen or refrigerated produce. Could you imagine? And these are just some of the things that we impact. The reality is that if steam fitters didn't install, retrofit, service, and maintain all the various systems that we are assigned to take care of, society would look completely different. Please visit steamfitters-602.org and let's talk about how we can bring value to you. Coming up, Maryland is halfway to completing a perfect day for basketball and college park sports in 10 minutes on WTOP. A recent WTOP panel discussion in partnership with AARP focused on the important role of family caregivers. Nancy Lamond is Chief Advocacy and Engagement Officer for AARP. There are 48 million family caregivers in the United States, and roughly 61% of all family caregivers are working full or part-time in a paid position. So this is on top of it. And the estimates are that this care accounts for roughly $600 billion to the economy. And that's more than all out-of-pocket spending on health care in the United States. So it is a huge economic issue for the health care system, and it's also an economic issue for individual families. To hear more of the discussion, including challenges facing family caregivers, as well as initiatives and resources to help them, go to WTOP.com and search AARP. AARP is committed to continued support of programs, laws, and policies that provide caregivers the support they need. Washington's top news. 
Coast, WTOP. Facts matter. It is 8.15. I'm Mike Marillo. And I'm Michael Toscano. Thanks for being with us. Majority owner of the Capitals and Wizards, Ted Leonsis, is expected to appear with Virginia Governor Glenn Yenkin tomorrow morning in Alexandria to announce plans about a future move to Potomac Yard. Sources say an agreement to bring the teams to Northern Virginia has all but reached the finish line despite efforts from D.C. to keep the teams playing at Capital One Arena downtown. And we're joined by WTOP's Dick Giuliano, obviously a big story for the area. He's been working the story this evening. And Dick, what are you hearing from leaders of the downtown business community? Obviously a big impact to downtown D.C. if this happens. Absolutely, Mike. The uh, Jaron Price, who's president and CEO of the downtown D.C. Business Improvement District, says losing the Washington Capitals and Washington Wizards would be a considerable blow. Frankly, it is it is potentially devastating to our downtown economy. Uh, since 1997, you know, having our sports teams here in the heart of downtown was a key part of the major resurgence of our downtown economy. Our sources are telling us that Ted Leonsis and Governor Yunkin will meet 48 hours after Virginia lawmakers approve the idea of providing a new home for the NHL and NBA teams. They will meet at 9 a.m. tomorrow morning in Potomac Yard. Jaron Price of the downtown D.C. bid says the Capital One Arena sparked nearly $10 billion of investment and development, and it's a gift that keeps on giving. Every year it brings you know more than 80 home games, more than 2.5 million people to our downtown core, um, and it contributes greatly to the economic success of the downtown. Potomac Yard is a rapidly growing neighborhood in Alexandria, currently hosting Virginia Tech's Innovation Campus. New homes, retail shops, and the Potomac Yard Metro Station. Jaron Price says it's important the district continue talks to keep the teams in D.C. And D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser has said in the past she's committed to keeping the teams in Washington. And it's, it's important to say, I guess, Dick, now there's still a lot of questions remain, though, especially we haven't heard from D.C. on this and other municipalities as well. We've reached out to D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser this evening. But, Mike, you know, everyone we've talked to this afternoon and this evening is surprised at how rapidly developing this story has become. It was just yesterday this group of Virginia lawmakers approved the notion of moving the team. And then suddenly uh, we were hearing first in the Washington Business Journal, then with our own sources, that this meeting would unfold tomorrow morning, involve the team's majority owner, and the governor of Virginia. All right, thank you so much. WTOP's Dick Giuliano. A quick look now at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky met with President Biden and congressional leaders in Washington today, pressing for more military support as his country's war against Russia continues. The U.N. General Assembly voting overwhelmingly to demand a ceasefire in Gaza. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. It is 8:18. Traffic and weather on the 8s on WTOP. Bob Immler is in the WTOP Traffic Center. Pretty quiet around the Beltway in both Maryland and in Virginia. Things are running pretty freely all around the region now for the most part. On 50 out to the Bay Bridge, you are good to go. I think we have a new incident at Prince George's County on the inner loop after 450 and before Route 50. Uh, looks like some sort of incident there that is causing a bit of a slowdown uh, getting around after 450. Not sure if it's a new crash or one stop to the roadway. 50 out to the Bay Bridge is running pretty well. 
And traffic is in great shape on 270 in both directions. We're in great shape in Virginia as well. Not a whole lot going on on 66, both inside and outside the Beltway. All is quiet, both 395 and 95, each running without incident or delay. Holdley Road northbound uh, is still blocked before Prince William Parkway. Did have a long-standing crash there on the northbound lanes, and I believe it's an investigation going on still. Southbound travel lanes do get by. Hit the road for downtown Frederick, Maryland, where historic sidewalks are decorated with festive winter lights. Plan your holiday road trip today at visitfrederick.org. Bob Imler, WTOP Traffic. And over to 7 News, first alert chief meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Clear skies, calm winds, and our temperatures will quickly drop by early Wednesday morning. 20s to lower 30s to start your day. Chance for some patchy frost across the area. And by afternoon, we'll see our temperatures top out in the mid to upper 40s. Expect some high clouds, a result of a cold front that will move in. Eventually, that system moves through, and it's going to be a colder day on Thursday, probably the coldest of the work week. Temperatures in the morning. Morning, 20s most neighborhoods, low to mid-40s for the afternoon, back to sunshine. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 41 degrees in Roslyn, Arlington right now. 40 degrees Farragut Square, D.C. and 36 degrees in Laurel, Maryland. Coming up on WTOP. Could you cut it in cosmetology? Career education features competition this week. I'm Kate Ryan. It's 8:20. Compass Health Center has opened in Silver Spring, Maryland, to provide immediate access to mental health care for more Marylanders. Compass Health Center specializes in trauma, OCD, school refusal, anxiety, depression, mental health, and substance use. The Compass Health Center team provides in-person and virtual treatment across Maryland. Seeking treatment over the holidays is more than okay. Google Compass Health Center Silver Spring to learn more or visit us at compasshealthcenter.net. That's compasshealthcenter.net. My hospital stay would have cost $25,000, but with VA healthcare, it's free. My education would have cost $42,000, but with VA benefits, my books, tuition, and housing are all covered. The down payment for my home would have been $74,000, but with my VA home loan, my down payment was zero. My service was then. My benefits are now. Get what you earned. Visit choose.va.gov. Not all veterans are eligible for this hyper amount of benefits mentioned here. Attention families of Prince George's County middle and high school students. As a career and technical education student at PGCPS, you can earn college credit in industry certifications or licensing while in high school with no student debt. From IT to construction to engineering, choose from more than 30 programs of study. Plus, find a mentor in your chosen field. Become an apprentice. Get help finding a job and graduate high school with the ability to earn livable wages immediately. Your future starts now at pgcps.org slash CTE. Seating is limited. Apply today. How do you keep up in a world that refuses to slow down? WTOP News. That's how. Get up to speed. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. You're listening to WTOP News. And good to have you with us this evening. I'm Mike Marillo. It's 821. Not all high school competitions take place on the field or on a court. At one local school, students are squaring off in their career field from automotive to construction. WTOP's Kate Ryan spent some time with the cosmetology students. At Montgomery County's Thomas Edison High School of Technology, the Skills USA competition is underway. Cosmetology teacher Tony Kwan says this is a big week. With the judges from the industry will be here. Senior Tanisha Sawo says lots of people don't understand 
There's classwork along with the hands-on experience. Yeah, I feel like people tend to think we like just come here, just do dolls' hairs, do each other's hair. Her classmate, 11th grader Rachel Salgado, explained. But it involves a lot of chemistry. It involves a bunch of infection control. A lot of the things that we learn are things that the students upstairs, the health students, learn as well. The goal is to get to the national competition in June. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Maryland leaders are sending out a caution flag when it comes to possible lead in Christmas presents. Experts say a very small amount of lead is all it takes to poison children. Maryland's Department of the Environment tells Maryland Matters lead can sometimes be found in toys. Children's inexpensive jewelry and makeup and items made in other countries are more likely to be contaminated. In the most severe cases, lead poisoning in children can cause brain damage. Lead poisoning can also cause hearing problems, attention problems, and delayed growth. Children in Maryland are required to get tested for lead in their blood at age one and again at age two. The saga of Asha, the Mexican gray wolf, continues tonight. She sparked debate earlier this year after she roamed far from her federally designated area in New Mexico. Now, after heading north again, she's been captured. U.S. wildlife managers are now trying to play matchmaker. They're hoping she'll pair up with one of two brothers being kept at a federal breeding facility. If successful, she could be released back into the wild with pups next spring. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Eye on Travel Minute. All eyes will be on Paris next year, because the French capital is hosting the 33rd annual Summer Olympic Games from July 26th through August 11th. Now, if you want to go, the time to book was about two months ago, and you can only do it through the official Paris 2024 ticketing website. But there are still more than 750 events to choose from, while a few are already sold out. The same is true for booking airline flights. Tickets for the Olympic time period are already very high on most airlines, as well as hotels. So here's my suggestion. Stay in London, Brussels, or Amsterdam, and then take the train. For more information, visit PeterGreenberg.com. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Eye on Travel Minute. The Washington region, where the news changes faster than a teenager's mood. Hi, Mom. Leave me alone. If you want to keep up, keep checking back with WTOP two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. WTOP and 7 News First Alert Weather. Up to the minute forecasts you can count on. Sports at 25 and 55. And Powered here's... by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Here's Rob Woodfork. All right, the Maryland women already won big. Now the Maryland men trying to uh, follow suit. They're up big on Alcorn State in the second half of their game over in College Park. It is 60-41 in favor of the Terrapins uh, about four minutes into this second half. And the Terps have been shooting the ball well here tonight. 52% from the floor, 50% from three-point range. We know how big an issue that's been for them. Uh, Jameer Young leading the way with 11 points on a night when actually both teams are shooting the basketball pretty well. In uh, other men's games of local interest, George Washington uh, up on Bowie State, 74-43. That one midway through the second half. The Revs shooting uh, almost 60%, 59% from the floor. They're also knocking down 52% from three-point range. Uh, Georgetown would love to continue this trend. <laughs> they tip off against Coppin State in just a few minutes. The Hoyas, like the Terps, 22.5-point favorites tonight. The uh, aforementioned Maryland women enjoyed a wire-to-wire 99 50